Anna. Hi, I'm Rochelle, and this is Formula 101. So to get ready for the Monaco Grand Prix this weekend, we decided to take a look back into F1 history for some fun stories that transpired in Monaco. But before we kick that off, let's get into our digital roundup for the week. So we mentioned a few weeks ago that the Turkey Grand Prix made its way into the race schedule to replace the Canadian Grand Prix because Canada had quarantine restrictions. However, we just found out that Turkey also has quarantine restrictions. <laughs> and you know, so that's they, something that they probably should have looked into when they rescheduled <laughs> it to Turkey. Right. It's unbelievable. So they got canceled and now we're having two Austria Grand Prix back to back at the same track. Second update of the week. McLaren released a new livery, which for non F1 people, people. <laughs> <laughs> was trying to say that tactfully. Um, I don't that's, believe in tact. <laughs> livery is just like a uniform color scheme. You know what happened? Hannah Googled livery and is reading the dictionary.com. <laughs> well, I mean, how else do you describe it? I think, yeah, no, that is how you describe it. Thank you, dictionary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the outside of the car, and it's exciting because it's not ugly papaya anymore. No, it's a beautiful baby blue named after Gulf. <laughs> Gulf Oil is a major global oil co company from... Uh, it was founded in Pittsburgh. However, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's headquartered in India. Um, I'm I'm kind of surprised that um, they because it says golf everywhere, like on their helmet and like cars. And I'm kind of surprised in this day and age they could just like really uh, latch on to an oil company, you know, with global well, they're, warming they're, happening. Whatever, this is F one. They don't. No one gives a shit. <laughs> Um, but also, I think that um, they're they're taking baby steps. Like, you're not allowed to advertise cigarette companies on your car. I do love the iconic look of Marlboro. <laughs> Marlboro. <laughs> yeah, same. I also like um, Marlboro. <laughs> Find me one person who could say that correctly. You cannot. Maybe that's why they removed it, because no one can actually pronounce it. Okay. There's a, there's, a, there's a great picture of Nikki Lauda in a Marlboro bucket hat. I want that. Seems cool. I agree. But back to the McLaren Golf livery. It's super iconic. I'm just really excited about it because, as everyone knows, I love McLaren merch, but I hate the color orange, which really only leaves me with options of, like, like something black with, like, the McLaren logo or, like, gray, which aren't good options. But now there's this baby blue and there is a hoodie I really wanted, but it like actually half the golf merch um, sold out within 12 hours. Um, yeah, they're a little pricey, but I don't believe it's pricey because it's, it's McLaren. McLaren. 
Yeah. Um, and, and Lando looks great in it. I don't actually yes. know what Daniel looks like in it because he was <laughs> mysteriously absent <laughs> from all of the promo. I mean, they know what sells. And it's Lando. Yes. Because yes, he, he just did. signed a contract with McLaren through 2023, I think. Yep. So he's really fully committed to McLaren and Uncle Zach Brown. Oh, Uncle Zach is more than an uncle. He's a father. <laughs> he's a father. <laughs> Actually, yes, I forgot. He's the father to Lando. Andreas. He's the to all of us. <laughs> Andreas. <laughs> He's the uncle that you're just like, who the Why fuck is here? he? <laughs> yes. Also, McLaren um, tried to get a little funky with their marketing. By the way, I applied for a job there in marketing and wrote a fantastic cover letter it that was. I have not heard back from. Um, no. And maybe I could have helped them with this particular decision, but whatever. <laughs> they decided to make a weird video. Yeah, if you go to um, McLaren's IGTV, You'll see a video from all from Lando's perspective, and it's so awkwardly scripted. Like he goes into this windowless room, even though the McLaren headquarters is only windows, they find the one room in the headquarters that has zero windows, and Zach and Andreas are in there, and it looks like he's being interrogated, but actually they're signing a contract. And like when Zach asks Lando to sign a contract, like a little video game pop-up comes up and it's like, accept or reject? And it's like, do, 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 do except and it's like okay we're not five but also i think they the window the room was windowless because they were in their motor home not in the uh not in woking they were in their headquarters they were on the road oh yeah they're in monaco right now yes but they could have signed it by the water like that sounds like a fun meeting not oh like yeah why weren't they on a yacht <gasps> idiots um, Red Bull only exclusively seems to travel on yachts. I think McLaren needs to step it up. Monaco is very iconic. Um, lots of stuff happens in Monaco. Um, there are stories that are told time after time after time, like Senna and other people. Um, but we're not going to focus on the basic stories. We're going to um, go a little obscure and talk about a man whose name I cannot pronounce, uh, Taki Inoue. Inoue. Yes, that was very good, I think. Inoue. Thank you. Inoue. Taki Inoue, who we believe is F1's most underappreciated driver. Others might say he is F1's worst driver, but that's really up for debate. So without further ado... <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, a short view back to the past. So Taki was a paid Japanese driver who competed in F1 in 1994 and 1995. And yes, he's, I don't know about the worst driver in F1, but he's certainly among the worst because in those two years, he only finished five races and I guess he never score any points. Um, so, and you'll find out why shortly. So, <laughs> so he had, so he's most famous for his freak accidents. So the first one was in Hungary where he was pulled off to the side of the road because his engine stopped working. And so he was like waiting in his car, but then some marshals had to get fire extinguishers 
to extinguish his steaming car, like his steaming engine. And so <laughs> Taki went to go help them oh, this fetch an, Yeah, that he wanted to help them fetch a fire extinguisher. However, <laughs> during this task, he he did not see the medical car coming towards him. <laughs> <laughs> and it crashed into him. <laughs> he, fell, he fell to the ground. But I mean, it's they, a good thing there was a medical car there. <laughs> right. Ironically, the medical car destroyed him. <laughs> but the thing is, actually, he didn't injure his leg that bad. He actually was able to take part in the Grand Prix like the week or week after that. So he was fine. And he said he was recounting the event um, in an interview. And he's like, bang, someone hit me very hard. (laughs) 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 But I landed on my feet. Perfect landing. I think 9.9 marks out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) But he literally collapsed (laughs) Does he watch gymnastics? Because that is not how you land. He collapsed on the ground in a fetal position. Do you think his first choice was to be a paid gymnast, but there were no spaces on the Japanese gymnastics team? No, I think he probably fell off a balance beam and he's like, see, perfect. And then they're like, you need to do this other sport where you do not have to land on your feet. And Did then, you know that most failed gymnasts become F1 drivers? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Um, so that happened in Hungary. Shortly after that, um, so they were in a, I think this was a practice actually for the Monaco Grand Prix. He was like on the side of the road, thankfully this time in his car, but somehow the safety <laughs> car crashed into his car on the road, just on the side, the safety car uh, actually- crashed into the safety car or- No, in this case, the safety car was like (laughs) the aggressor. And again, ironic that the safety car would- Oh, and he got a concussion from this one, but he was fine actually. Did he drive? Yeah, I don't know if he drove like the next like that weekend for Monaco, but he he was fine. Like he, he for sure was at the next race. But another fun thing, fast forward like almost 10 years. In 2012, Kimi Raikkonen created t-shirts that said, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Oh wait, that was one of his radio messages to his engineers who were trying to tell him what to do. Exactly. Like, it's like his catchphrase. <laughs> but then Taki suggested his own t-shirt that and made them that says do not leave me alone i have no idea what i'm doing (laughs) you know maybe maybe those incidents were intentional it was his cry for help because he had no clue what he was doing (laughs) he's a failed he's a failed gymnast what do you think is gonna happen on the track anywho back on okay so more on talkie's comedy So he has an active Twitter page and I just want to highlight his most recent tweets because they're, well, the best things are about Mazepin. 
who, you know, at least in this current season is objectively the worst driver in F1. So Taki feels some sort of connection to him. (laughs) (laughs) And so he feels like a mentor. Yes, he needs to give him advice um, on how to continue being the worst driver, but with your head held up high. He retweeted F1's tweet about Mazepin that said, an off for Mazepin as he ventures into the gravel at turn two. And Taki retweeted it saying, oops, already? I am not ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) Having my breakfast at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. Okay, on May 7th, Maz destroyed super license point system of FIA. He got full point to be valid for his super license, but he seems to be driving F1 like a Taki Inui. This proves clearly FIA doesn't <laughs> This proves clearly FIA doesn't need super license point system anymore. I never actually thought about this. You need points to get a super license. Right. How did Mazepin and Taki earn their points? Do they buy them? Is that what he's implying? Is that the joke? I think so. I think... So, he's saying the FIA is corrupt. Yes. I mean, this is fun. The team is funded by a Russian oligarch. How much more corrupt can you get? I don't think oligarchs are corrupt. By definition. (laughs) Um, Okay, May 8th. I I I was joking. Unless oligarchs are listening, in which case I'm not joking. No, we love oligarchs. <laughs> <laughs> we stand oligarchs. Yes. Okay, May 8th, he says, Taki Anui haven't gotten any pole in his race career. Is that Why? It? Yes. <laughs> He's just like, let's revisit the past, shall we? <laughs> The comments, one of them says, but you got hit by a medical car. Hamilton never did that. You're the real goat. <laughs> I can't. Like we said, if we readjust our expectations, anyone can be a goat. Yep. Okay, another tweet on May 8th. This one about Mazepin. He says, Maz. Um, got <laughs> affectionately. <laughs> no, no, no. Later it is. This okay. So first sentence. Maz got a three-place grid drop for impeding Norris in qualifying. Look, Maz. <laughs> you don't have to look at front. Just look at side mirrors. Ninety percent during driving, even in quali. That's what I did to survive. <sighs> That explains that he had no side mirrors when he got hit by the medical car. So he couldn't he couldn't execute his tactic and come out alive. You mean because he was outside of a car? <laughs> yes. Where he has full range to look anywhere? <laughs> you don't know. Maybe he struggles with um, turning his head. His latest tweet on May 9th. Verstappen needs strong teammate and clever strategist. But that's a bit of a subtweet to Christian Horner. Like, isn't he supposed to be the clever strategist? It's also a subtweet at Perez, who's supposed to be oh, yeah. the teammate. <laughs> right, He's he, he needs a strong teammate, not Checo. <laughs> no, no. Well, he has the Pope in his car. And when the Pope's on your side, anything can happen. But how is the Pope in his car? He has a, <laughs> he has a picture of the Pope in his car. Um, oh, Chaco does? The, the Pope, yeah. 
That wraps up our story time about Taki. And now we would like to address a listener question who asked from London, England, who would you most like to see win their first GP and who would you most like to see crying in the pits after having to retire from a race? Okay, well, I think we have the same answer for who we'd most like to win their first GP. I'd very much like to see Lando Norris win, especially in their new Gulf livery. Yes, if he wins Monaco, epic. But, but I think Zach deserves it too. I love that. And I also, I also think America needs a better rep in the F1 world than Haas. Oh, yeah. And Zach Brown is it. He, he is. is um, he needs to be our representative, our diplomat, I think he if you is will. Our represent- I, I just don't think anyone knows it yet, except for us. Because well, you know what? What? Um, <laughs> Zach, Zach, Zach is beauty, Zach is grace. Zach is Mr. United States. Yes, I really need that on a t-shirt, on a poster, on my phone wallpaper. Because he is Mr. Um, United States. He is. I've never seen, I have never seen anyone embody America more than this man. the good parts. Right? Yeah, we, not we the trash. America a lot. No, we're, this isn't the trash part of America. This is all the good stuff in America. And he, he can um, adapt overseas, which is imperative. But yeah, we love Zach. Uh, yes. Wish them well. Okay, who do you want to see crying in the pits? I mean, Mazepin. <laughs> yes. Yes, we, none of, like, at least I don't think Hannah and I particularly enjoy seeing people cry, but some people you want to see suffer a little well or show remorse yes for being so bad at least like talking like <laughs> mocks him like he right. uh, he accepts himself for what he is it's self-deprecating it's great mazepin on the other hand thinks i don't know what he thinks he walks around like he's god's gift but really he's the oligarch's gift and i don't know who <laughs> gift he is they're they're gifting him to haas oh is haas blessed or what well, um, the Haas was just trying to survive. I don't think they want this situation in an ideal world, but you know, sometimes you have to do bad things for money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the American stance. That's our answer. Um, let us know what you think. Yeah, in the comments or. Email us. I was just going to say that when you're listening to this, practices were already started in Monaco because they're on Thursday. So we'll be um, sharing our thoughts on that soon. And we're very excited. We're so excited to be in Monaco. So Yes, this out. is going to be the best Grand Prix of the year. We even cooked Monegasque food in preparation for it, uh, this weekend. So Yes, we did. We're in the Monaco spirit. Yep. Okay. All right. We'll see you soon, guys. Box, right. box. Box, box.